Hey, what's going on? It is episode 249 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. So I have to tell you, I have gotten a lot of flack. A lot of people have reached out to me and, you know, obviously I'm a, I'm a cynic. People know this. Uh, I'm a professional complainer, but people were not happy with my hot take on the Michael Jordan documentary. No? No. I got a lot of flack over a lot of people like, come on. I mean, I know it's, you know, for the podcast, you're, you know, it's got to, got to be a, it's funny, a provocateur, but you know, come on. And I'm like, nah, it's and, funny. And, Cause I was so excited about it too. And I was into it and, uh-oh, I, uh-oh. I, and I love the nostalgia about it, but I just finished it today. I watched nine and 10, which by the way, I had four different people tell me after I watched seven and eight, they went, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all there is Four. T- I, this is the weirdest thing. Four times I had to go, now, they wouldn't end it with the Phoenix Suns because that was only the third championship. No, I'm pretty sure it's only eight, like HBO. The Four different times. And I was like, no, no, it's called The Last Dance and they haven't covered the last championship. It couldn't, no, I'm pretty sure it's it. So what does that tell you? What does that, how does, does that not speak volumes for the confusion and the bad layout? Well, the thing is like, that was just a sidebar. I finished it today and, uh. It was so fun to watch because I love the Bulls, but uh, super confusing when they jump around with the time. They were trying to do some Quentin Tarantino jump around thing. I loved watching it because I just love watching all things Michael Jordan, but I did not learn anything new. I don't think. Not really. I've seen the air up well, there. They stayed away from a lot of the, the provocative things. Michael too. Jordan's playground. I've seen all these videos as a kid, so I didn't learn a ton of new stuff. Um, it was just fun to watch, but it wasn't like unearthing anything. It was just packaging what I already liked. You know what I mean? It was like taking, it was like going to the Shakey's buffet and keeping all those weird little fritter things I like in the bad pizza, but just getting rid of all the croutons. And it's like, fritter things? You talk about the potato elephant or potatoes? Little apple fritter things? Oh. Do you remember going to Shakey's? Oh yeah. They had those little things that were like, they look like, um, they look like Tostino pizza rolls but they were filled with fruit again i delight. just filled my plate up with no no treats just the potatoes that look like elephant ears the big crispy gigantic potatoes oh yeah buddy and fried chicken and the pizza okay i didn't yeah. have time for their stupid dessert essentially it was just it was the things i liked hmm. and was familiar with but nothing new and i love the soundtrack but yeah i watched it and i go that was super cool i remember all that stuff um but as far as documentaries go you know so I want to okay. qualify this Sorry. again, and here's what I'm going to say. I believe that they went out of their way to try to make Michael Jordan look like he suffered a ton, as not in his personal life, but to be the basketball player that he was. Like he, like he was a, uh, uh, you know, just accosted it by the media, and it's like, and it, but it, but it didn't show that. It, it led you to believe that that was the case, but there was no supporting documentation. It didn't show a ton of footage of him being bothered by cameras. I mean, some. Yeah. So some, that's what I'm but saying. Now, like, like, they should have showed like him trying to trying to get his kids to school, and he couldn't because of cameras. You know what I mean? But it just didn't happen. That's, so that's, it felt like that's the feel they were going for, like where this guy had to be sequestered all the time, but it just didn't show it. And then it just, like a lot of it fell short. Let's. Why don't they delve deeper into this guy's gambling problem? Let's talk about the provocative stuff. And I get that's just not what it was. I get it. But 
I'm saying as a documentary goes and it's documentary film, <laughs> this makes me sound even more of a hipster documentary film is my favorite. It's I love watching documentaries. Okay. I think everybody, I'll tell you supersize me is a bet is a better documentary than this. Other than it's John Wick. I think everybody knows documentaries are the best at this point. They're just so good. Yeah. This, like you said, it wasn't informative. It didn't tell us, I guess, the people who at least live here in Chicagoland. It didn't tell me anything. Yeah, they anymore, were like, then know? they went to play the, then they went to play the Supersonics, and it was tough, and it went six games. We're like, yep, <laughs> right. It was. So, yeah, I remember. I remember that when they lost two and then won four. Let me I, just. I remember that time when they almost didn't win, but they did win in six games. So my final word on this is: it's not that I, I don't care. I'm not a big basketball person anyway, but I'm just saying, as documentaries go. It wasn't very riveting. But and what it the did fact that do, it moved time back and forth so confusingly super, and for no purpose. Super confusing. It was like they showed this cool time, like, okay, now we're back to 93. Now we're back. But it, did, it didn't explain why they were doing it. Yeah, it jumped around with a weird cadence. Yeah. So that's for sure. Thing. What it, it did do is, I told my story before about how I wanted to buy those Harachis when I was a kid. Hmm. I've still, to this date, uh, I turned 40 this week. I've still never- You already turned 40? Hmm. You turned forty like before today. Yeah, a couple well, days. Ago. Happy birthday! No thanks. <laughs> and I finally, I, I realized I'd never owned a pair of Jordans. So watching this documentary did make me want to do the same thing. If you guys are newer listeners, I had a pair of Hirachis, Nike Air Hirachis, back in ninety three or ninety two. Um, I I went online, I found them, I rebought them, I wore them for thirty minutes, and decided I looked like a fool, and sent them back. <laughs> But I'm not going to look like a fool if I get some J3s, J1s. So now, now I want to buy Jordans. So if anything, the documentary made me want to buy Jordans. It also painted, it let everybody know, uh, without a doubt, that Dennis Rodman is a great dude. All the way around. Because this op- this mm. gave everybody the update. Op- I feel like everybody was like, here's the opportunity to see. You, you just assume Michael's going to be, because they're so polar opposite he's a great dude or he's just not a problem well you just ass- i assume that michael jordan was going to be able to be like hey let's i'm about to air some dirty laundry like this dude was a big pain in my ass but he didn't he was like this guy came to play yeah and when he was here he was amazing yeah and then there was this one time where he wasn't here for like two weeks uh but once we got him back he was good to go every he had no he complaints would, about the guy he would get drunk in vegas every once in a while and he'd come back and get 32 rebounds yeah. And it's like, that's, that's, well, I was worst. talking to my buddy about mm-hmm. it today. And he said, you know, the best part about it was, is they got a guy, uh, who didn't care about shooting the ball, Not who 32. did, who, who, who could do all the other things that needed to be done and didn't care about being a star yeah. offensively. And what yeah. a better mix. To well, add. that's why that when they put the team together, it was so great because Rodman didn't want to score, didn't care to Jordan wanted the ball all the time. Pippen was a great number two guy. Then you would hire a couple white guys at first it was craig hodges but then it was paxson then it was kerr you get a couple guys out on the wing to shoot a three when jordan's tired you get a bunch of big dudes a lot of times those are white guys too to just sort of hang out in the middle and take up space other than that that's all you needed just a post up it's all you needed Set so pick. yeah it, it's hard to those are the only basketball terms i know it's <laughs> box out a box out it's hard to put together a team where everyone knows the role and is okay with it and and our superstars at that role. So Jerry Krause, while he had seventy two chins and seemed like And got no respect. And seemed to be a hundred percent disrespected, put together people go like anybody could have done that. I don't think so. 
I think that with the egos there to bring on a guy like Rodman, if you like people would just assume like, oh, he's so flash is going to take away. But that it was like the perfect piece to the puzzle. Jordan did seem like like, dude, I don't want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> well, like ever. Well, he's wrong. Kim Jong Un wants to hang out with him. And who's you know, if he does, I mean, they're best friends, aren't they? What? You don't know that Rodman and Kim Jong-un are friends. Oh, no, I was talking about Jordan. No. No, I would kick it with Rodman. Really, dude? You couldn't pick up the context clues between those two guys? What? You know he's friends with him. I was talking about Jordan. I, I know that. I'm saying when, when you said who, you should have immediately figured if I'm talking about two people, you know one guy's friends with Kim Jong-un. I don't know. Yeah, I was no over my head. That. Okay. Well, either way. I have one excuse for it. I just want, I just want <laughs> to, to put it out there that... I'm still saying the documentary was terrible. It's not that I don't think Michael Jordan's cool. Michael Jordan's great. I'm taking that away from him. Just not a great documentary. Just go watch Michael Jordan's Playground. That came out in like 93. It was a VHS cassette. It was dope. I I just don't. I'm not going to apologize. You don't have to apologize. I'm glad that you feel the same way. No, no. I love Jordan. Love the Bulls. Love that era. Like I said, I used to make collages and put them in my room. I followed that team intensely. uh, And I wasn't floored. It was fun to watch them. But not one time was I like, I didn't know that. Like, just never. Not not one part of it did I go, oh, groundbreaking. No, they Makes just sense. took they took what I like, and they laid it out in a super non-linear fashion, and I liked watching it. I was I was into it. I so I didn't I didn't not like it. You are forty years old. Yeah. Man. What day this week did you turn forty? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, May fifteenth. So was it that like, last it was Friday? Like, it was like Tuesday or something. Yeah, it was Friday. Yep. Of last week. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. It's almost a week ago. I turned Friday on, uh, or I turned 40 on Friday. Were you going to tell me? Um, How am I supposed to know this? I don't think I should have to tell you. I think you're supposed to throw me a surprise party. I showed up, like, to your garage thinking there would be streamers. I walked in and I was like, you guys. If you... somebody wasn't here to take your temperature, you weren't here. I was, like, different... I was like, you guys really got me. You really got me. Not nary a clue was picked up upon. And I walked into the garage. Um, someone took my th- my temperature rectally, and then they asked me to leave. There was no party. So you had <laughs> no. a temperature, or I don't know. I had a good time. <laughs> oh no! You know what? Because of COVID, I didn't. I didn't like my kids. It was forty. Yeah, I don't no, I'm you aware. To do anything, trust I'm me. aware. I mean, I'm sheltering in place. Listen, so I get it. Thank you. I, I would be all for I appreciate a bunch you. of great stuff in a party and a hoop hurrah. Um, but that's just not the climate we're in. So I turned 40. My kids uh, blew up a bunch of balloons and stuff, and I woke up, and I ordered a new Oakland A's hat, and that came in the mail for me. So I got my hat that mm. I ordered for myself. So I wore that. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> a throwback? Uh, no, not really. It's like a gray. and What color is the bill? Um... The bill is green and the hat is gray and it's got a green oh, okay. ace. Now, um, my wife did get me, um, she got me some coffee mugs, like with pictures of my kids on them and mm-hmm. stuff. Boo. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know what? She was like. Not a naked lady mug. She was like, you know, <laughs> she was like, I know what you like. You like to drink coffee and read a book and be by yourself. So I got you two out of the three of those things. <laughs> I got you coffee. And I got you some coffee mugs, and she got me a book. <laughs> this is so funny. Tell me if I'm a dick. Yes. Okay. But wait. Let Explain me stop you why before I'm you go dick. for. Hold on. <laughs> I I'm going to tell you this, and and I I know that it's catch as catch can as far mm. as whether your wife's listening or not. But I will say this. This is my opinion. 
for Father's Day, the mug with your kids' faces on it, that's great, but not for your birthday. Not happening. I don't yeah. want pictures of my kids at all. I Are you see trying them. to say the 40 is a big deal and it should be celebrated? Uh, I guess, yes. I'm just glad I didn't have to go, and it worked out perfectly because now I didn't feel like a jerk for not showing up, and you don't know that I wouldn't want to come to your 40th birthday party because I was told that you were invited, and you said no for safety reasons. <laughs> okay. But uh, so my point being, I'm telling you for my birthday, I don't want anything with the kid's face on it. I'm tired of getting things with my daughter that my daughter it did feel like Father's I don't want any day. of that. That's Father's Day it stuff. It did feel like Father's Day. Yeah. Um oh boy, how do I say this delicately? It's always oh, why nice. start now? It's always nice to receive a gift and it's always nice to feel special. And every time I have a 40th birthday, they can't all be great. Right. I get it. You know, but uh <laughs> so she was like, I know you like coffee and coffee mugs with your kids on it. She, I, she's like, I know you're nostalgic. And I am. I do like drinking coffee. Well, if that's it. the case, she should have given you a coffee mug with you on it and your brothers. For nostalgia? And your friends growing up wearing Jankos. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> even more nostalgic. She, I wish she would have consulted you. They're nice mugs. But then she goes, you like to you like to have quiet time and, and get your coffee and and read a book by yourself. And so I got woke up after everybody was already awake. And, uh, and so I'm like, okay, so the coffee mugs hadn't come in yet, but they came in a couple days later. So that's cool. With COVID, everything's delivered late. But then I see this, there's, the kids made me like a card. That was pretty great. And then there's this book. And I was like, cool, what's up with this book? And she goes, man, if she's ever going to not listen, this would be the one to not listen to. But I did I did talk to her about it. So she gives me this book and it's about this guy who um does like these big hikes. Cuz I always talk about how I want to hike, like I want to hike like Yosemite. Like I get Backpacker magazine, that's my new thing, right? Remember I said I wanted to go on a, a vision quest? Mm. I want to go on a vision quest for like a month by myself. Like I just want to travel and eat like leaves and Was shit. Was this book Into the Wild where the guy ends up dying in a trailer? Kind of. It's close to that. It's about this guy whose lifelong thing is into hiking in the woods and he raises a son and his son goes into the woods in Costa Rica and it's supposed to be a 10 day trick trek and never comes back. So it's a memoir Gorillas. about him hiking, then his raising a son, his son getting lost and never coming back. So she buys me a book about a guy who raises a kid who dies while <laughs> hiking and it might be a good book. I, I'm like 40 pages into it. It might be a really great book. But I did sort of have this feeling. I go, this book might be really cool. I might love it. I go, but is there anything about this book that screamed to you? Boy, Ben would love Festive. this. Boy, Ben would love this book about some guy's dead son for his 40th birthday. <laughs> did it? Did it jump out at you like, man, like you turn 40. Here's a book about you have a son. This guy had a son until he died. Like mm. it was, you know, and she's like, you don't like the book? You don't like, and I go, I don't know. I haven't read it yet. It might be good, but does it feel apropos to 40 is what I mean is, would you buy this book for me? And would you also buy it for a stranger who you don't like and will never see again? Would you buy the same book? Okay. Here is Dave's rule to gift buying. It's very simple. 
follow along, people okay. get a notepad. When you buy a gift for someone, one, you're buying something uh, that you believe the person would like based on your interactions with that person. Now, she's known you for 20 plus years, right? It feels like she should know me a bit. Okay. So checkbox one is buy something that you believe the person would like based on your experiences with that person. Things they've said, shows you've watched them enjoy, movies you've seen them enjoy, things you've heard them talk about, experiences you've heard them dream about, all these things. And I would add, am I a person that doesn't talk about things I like and doesn't air out his opinions? Well, this. Well, here's the thing. There is 248 podcasts where you... You know, pretty much all you do is if talk one, about the things. If you one like, wanted to gauge like. my interest, they'd need just be near me or anything I've ever done. My the second the second leg of of uh, of my birthday or present buying uh, theory is this: uh, buy something for the person that they wouldn't buy for themselves. So it doesn't even have to be something great. But here's the thing: you are there's things that you look at and you go. Perfect example. I recently bought a magnet, okay, for magnet fishing. And this would have been a perfect gift if anyone paid attention to me uh, to buy for Father's Day. Or, magnet. Yeah. So I saw, and I've been talking about uh, with friends and around the house, about a magnet. It's a 440-pound magnet. I pull on either side of the magnet. It's like 800 pounds. Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's yeah. on 100 foot of cable. Okay, this is a man thing to do, right? So sometimes when you're out there fishing, for example, when you take your small children, you have to bait their hooks every five seconds. Yeah. It, you really can't fish. But what you can do is throw a giant magnet into the bottom of the lake and see what comes up when see you pull. See what you get. Right. That's pretty cool. So I thought that was a cool thing. Now, for me... That's something that I would buy for a buddy. I'd be like, that's something you would not buy for yourself. I wouldn't expect you to because it's stupid. Or what about as being a father, like if my daughter wants something that's $100, $200, no problem. Just my baby. But I won't buy myself a pair of Air Jordans and haven't for 40 years. Right. But if I've talked about it for, say, the this past few years, hey, so, you wouldn't spend this on yourself, so we'll do it for you. I look at it like this, depending on... Top of the like for my wife, um, my wife. Th- there's no there's no limit on what I'll spend because you know bottom line is is if she really wants something she could buy it anyway so I know that she she wants something expensive all the time and yeah she she really figured out a, a, the best way and I've told you this before she started a Pinterest page and she has a little box on there that said presents I want so wow. I just get if you know if if I run out of ideas. <laughs> I just go there and I say, "Oh, here's the new Louis Vuitton purse." Yeah. There's a and there's a well. Who a needs handy Dave's rules when you have a box called "shit"? I want. Yeah. Well, this is for people that aren't my wife. So my the point being is is that you should buy something for somebody that they wouldn't buy for themselves, and you should buy something if you want to be successful. Listen to the person and jot things down in that little note thing in your phone when you hear something. Like I said, for Mother's Day, months ago. Uh, my wife was talking about this this Yeti tumbler, this 18-ounce Yeti. She has every other Yeti. Said it. She forgot about it. I was just praying she wouldn't go and buy it for herself. And mm-hmm. I was like, it's a $30 Yeti tumbler, and uh, that's a win. I know yeah, it's that's a, a win. win. That's a win. So 
Sorry, I digressed majorly as usual. No, no, no. But I like your rules to gift buying and helping. I almost want to. I don't want to hurt your wife's feelings on this. Well, I didn't want to either. I almost want to put it to the people on the Hey My Man, the friends of the Hey My Man Facebook page. I want everybody to list now. Look before you list. (laughs) One oh, item man. you think would be that Ben should have gotten for his 40th birthday based on things you've heard on the podcast. Don't say Nickelback album because I have them all. I want people to seriously attempt to to put what an easy under $50. The well, gift has to be under well, $50. I argue to her that I'm the easiest person in the world to shop for. I was like, I'm not saying you're a swing and a miss, but I'm saying like if I was you and I was shopping for me, dude... I like everything. Like I like so many things. It's it's almost impressive to buy something that I'm not into. Mm. I'm into cooking. I'm into sports. I'm into fishing now. Recently, I'm into working out. I'm into books. I'm into movies. I'm like I'm into music. I'm into musical instruments. There's so many things. I mean, how many times have you complained that you only have one guitar? What am I? How many times I don't you... know if I've ever mentioned I'm into books with dudes with dead kids. I'm not sure. Now, I mention it a lot, but is it at the top of the list? I don't know. But here's the thing. I felt like such a dick because she was... I just thought like we were talking about it and I was like, hey, just for the sake of us, just for the sake of being honest, I go, it might be a really good book. It might be awesome. So I don't want to say like it's not a good... I just go, if you got this book for your mom... It would be the same feeling, right. right? Yeah. What was what was the the thought behind the book? Did she give you like, hey, I was looking through the top books. Well, here, like I went to to manstuff dot com and it said here are nope. one hundred books nope. that every man should read. Nope. She said you already have a bunch of books and the books you read are all these self help books. She goes, I didn't want to get you another self help book. God knows agree, you need it. I agree with her on that, though, because she's like, you don't need another Jocko book, another mm-hmm. Sam Harris book, Agreed. another uh, shit my dad says. You don't need another one of those. So I agreed with her on that. I also have an inkling that you're just at Target and you see a book and you grab it and throw it in a cart. That's also <laughs> another inkling I have, but but I'm not done. And by the way, I love all my presents. They were great. They were fantastic. But she goes, you like you like to sit there and have a beer. You're already at the edge of the cliff, dude. Don't you like to sit there and have a beer at night when we're all asleep. You like to have a beer and have time to yourself. So she buys me a six pack of Sierra Nevada, mm-hmm. and then Sierra Nevada also makes like a hazy IPA or something. Mm, it's good, cool, fine. However, oh boy, I'm already in this far. I <laughs> I say I do like craft beer. However, you've seen me stock this fridge for how many years? I haven't bought Sierra Nevada since probably 2015 or something. Like if I'm throwing a party and I just go, ah, grab some of that and throw it. It's not bad. I'll drink it. Dude, I'll drink Michelob if you put it in there. I'll drink Natty Ice. But if you're going to go, he likes craft beer. Wouldn't you go like, hey, I went to 18th and they said they only released X amount of these. This is a special one. Or, or I know you love Bioway. I know you love Wild Oil. So I went there. She's just like, here, you like beer. This is a beer. It feels like it's tantamount to a gift card. A gift card? I could have got beer I really like. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's what you're saying. <laughs> just, it's like it's like very vanilla. Just But I'm an a-hole for not being appreciative. She did go and get mugs with my beautiful babies on them. 
Look, and a couple pictures of her. I want to say this for you. The mugs are listen. The, the mugs are nice. The book might be good. I will drink the beer. These are not bad gifts, but it just did seem like because of COVID, we can't have a fortieth party. Um. Yeah, but I don't. But, I'm gonna say but, this uh, for you: your wife is a nice person who does a lot of nice things. Uh, she, she steps up and 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 does. She's great. This misstep. So you know what? Hey, people I think make she's mistakes. She's a logical. She's she's a she's a right brain. Is it left or right? Which is the logical side? Uh huh. She's a right brain right. thinker. She goes. He likes beer. He likes books. Let me get a beer and a book. There's that gap that goes like. But it's not just for a person I've never met. I do. I, can, I don't know. Gonna, I'm, I'm burying myself so deep. I'm such a jerk. Let me jump in. Can you delete all this? No. But uh, I will tell you one time you're you're gonna see you're gonna see that birthday. my 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 wife also is uh, doesn't care about me and doesn't pay attention because one time she bought me a guitar and I opened the guitar and I was like I have this exact guitar in the exact color downstairs hanging on the wall. You already have it. Yeah. But that's okay. I just changed it for a different guitar. But I mean, how dare she? That's mm. bullshit. You know well, what I'm saying? But then I started going like, dude, you're an adult. You have I was like, kids. do I look like a guy who needs two hollow bodies? I mean, come on, let's mix it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'll take one of them. But like then I started going like, you're an adult. It's a birthday. The the party should be for your mom. She did all the work. Not a big deal. Should I really be judging a gift? It's a gift. Any gift is a gift, right? It's a I mean, you're not right? supposed to look a gift horse in the mouth is what I've been told. It was just kind of like, I felt like, like, like everyone's heart's in the right spot. But maybe next time just say you're 40, go out and buy yourself some beer and a book and be happy. And I'll mm-hmm. go, okay. Yeah. And I would. I feel like if you don't... I'm a, just a huge dick. If you don't know, I'm not going to qualify that. Mm. Uh, I'm also not going to deny it. But if if you if you don't know what somebody wants, you reach out to people that do know what they might want. Should it hurt my feelings that the person I live with doesn't know what I want? No. No. Okay, good. No. All right, good. I, feel I only like, have like two feelings I feel left. like from what I... I'm so low on feelings, I can't you, hurt these you're a, You are... Uh, I know I'm probably the only one that you're not with me, but you you're not a confrontation. You didn't give me anything. You're so not a I don't con- feel bad. exactly. You're not a confrontational person. It doesn't seem you seem to be nice to everyone, mm. and at least on the face of it, you see. Now I know you're a terrible person, but I was saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming uh, <laughs> that you you know anybody who buys you anything, you're you're gracious. At they least, didn't at have least to do the, anything. At least on the face of it, they didn't have to do anything. True. But um, if I would have woke up and she would have said, hey, you're 40, but you've been kind of a dick this year. Uh, be thankful you're alive. I'd go. Good call. Let's make coffee. Let me take you back to my 40th, which you were there. And mm-hmm. I although my uh, my wife and her sister um, and her friend did a did a bang up job and threw me a nice party. Yeah, um, I couldn't get comfortable and I, I wasn't very happy at my 40th birthday party because um my wife threw a 40th birthday party, which was paid for by me and my wife open bar. Uh, yeah. and some people, oh boy, did I put a some people, in that. Some, some people see the way I look at it is what you should do <laughs> in that really situation is, in is to say, we're going to, I'm going to rent a room and get some pizzas, but the bar, it's not a wedding. Okay. It's my 40th birthday yeah. party. So 
Don't bring a gift. You make cupcakes. Just be and there pizza. by your by you buy the beer. See, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah. she went the extra mile, which was funny because a lot of people came up to me, like my my buddies. Uh, I remember drinking and good said, beer that night I and do. said, "Hey, uh, wow, man, it's really it's kind of weird. Like she's going all out. She's actually she's paying for all yeah. the liquor too. I bought shots for the guys that work there. I will." I have to believe this was thousands and thousands of dollars because I saw the level. I know what Midwest no, drunks are all about. No. Uh, between on. the food, between the booze, uh, between the people that that decided to drink off the menu, <laughs> drink off the menu. Oh yeah, I mean just the room alone with all the people that were in and out. They'll give you the room for a couple hundred, isn't it? You know what? It's my birthday. I shouldn't be paying any of it. That's true. right. So That's I won't. True. Here's the thing: don't bring me a gift. Just don't leave me with a bill. So, I am very grateful for everything you, you, and for all for seeing everybody's with... shiny faces. But I will say this: uh, I had a for a person like night. me that has uh, everybody did except for me because of my anxiety. I was like, I'm just watching dollar signs pop all over the all over the room, uh, and um, me sad. But it was it was a great time. I, I will, and it was cigar, cigar themed. And they yeah. made like little cigars out of Twixes, my sister-in-law. I mean, she took Twixes and, and put little sprinkle things and yeah. made it look like ashes. Yeah, bourbon pretty, and cigar things. It's pretty it was, amazing. Yeah. You got tons of good whiskey out of that, too. Yeah. I hope you drink some of that, yeah. I remember. Hey, switching gears. Uh, are you done with Last Dance? Yeah. Okay. So done. I've told you before, like, um, I think, I don't know if I ended last episode or a couple episodes ago. I was saying like we all have like this hive mind where we're starting to think alike and mm-hmm. starting to think this, the, the same things. And, and when something trends, I sort of know what we're all going to say. The only solution that I came up with that or that I came up with to combat that was I looked to a lot of people look to Yahweh. They look to the Bible. They look to the Torah. I look to Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald is my peace in the storm, right? And Norm MacDonald, what he does... During his Netflix show, during his podcast one show, he does this section called jokes and he just reads jokes and they write them and he pretends like he didn't write them and people laugh and sometimes they're horrible or offensive and people always go, who wrote these jokes? And he always goes, I don't know. Somebody wrote these jokes and they're my favorite. And the reason they're my favorite is because I know that nobody else would have. These are his jokes. I love them because they're like, they're like, they're, they're his, they're written in his voice. Art is a, a, a loose term, but I know they came from an original thought from an original mind. So the only pure thing to me anymore on the internet is when people write a joke. And I don't mean the joke where people go, nobody, dot, 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 absolutely nobody, dot, right. dot, dot. And then they quote somebody, something said. I mean, the popular joke premises. And even if even if they're about pop culture, that's okay. Like when Norm did news update, he would make OJ jokes or whatever. But I like when people just specifically Norm Macdonald just makes up his own jokes. I think there's something so pure and there's an integrity to it. So I decided that I'm not good at social media. I'm bad at marketing. But I decided that good, bad, horrific I don't care if they're all bad. I don't care if I write 900 bad ones. My goal is to write three jokes a day and post them. I'll do them on Twitter because people don't like when you post that much on Facebook. It's annoying. Twitter, nobody minds if you put like 100. So I'm going to write 
I'm going to attempt. Now, sometimes if I'm my day off of work, maybe I'll take a day off. My goal is to write three jokes a day. And it's the only thing I think I can do to cleanse my mental palate of all this hive mentality and of all this um, shared thought feeling. Like the only way I can separate myself from people is to write jokes that come from me and only me. Okay. How say you? What do you Sounds think? Sounds great. Why do you have a couple that you want to? I can read you some jokes I wrote. They're not good, but that's not the point. Again, this can get, this is going to get uncomfortable. This is like when somebody shows you a picture of their kid or their girlfriend and you aren't too thrilled about it. Not that I'm not, but no, I'm just we don't I'm have setting to do myself it this up. Week. Okay. What I would like to do is maybe you write three jokes a day and I write three jokes a day. They don't have to be funny. The Listen, if, if the Rolling Stones got together and they just said, we're going to cram out three songs a day mate we're gonna put our guitars we're gonna slam on the axes i don't know what accent that is but they but they say like we're gonna make three songs a day they're gonna have a bunch of shit but satisfaction's gonna be in there somewhere it just is smells like teen spirit is gonna be stuck between um you know another nirvana song that you don't like (laughs) right yes so I like the idea of, and no, we don't have to come on here and read my jokes. You don't have to do Norm McDonald's. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to see what you thought of the idea of just cranking out material. The way, the way like people go like, I'm a writer. So I sit down every morning and have my coffee and I write for 30 minutes a day. I'm doing that except for it's dumb dick jokes and it's three a, a day. Uh, you do what you got to do. And I know. How do you, but what do well, you think of the idea? I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. And we all have to figure out a way to, uh, well, uh, be creative. Maybe I should have creative. Maybe like we should do it and we should like, I'll read yours and you read mine or something like that. It could be, it could be something. But what I'm saying is that the creatives of the world need to be creative. Right. So especially in these times, the the leanest of times where, but we're not being creative. We're just milking other people's ideas. I'm being creative. So you need to be sort of, but I want, I want from a whole cloth dude. So, Everybody else may be part of this hive mentality, but I've been using the, the quarantine to design logos and shirts and make stickers and do all kinds of uh, stuff that I normally don't do because I needed to find another. Uh, although I have five different guitar apps that I've downloaded uh, that I promised myself, my, I promised myself no matter what happens after this, the, the, the COVID is over, I'm going to be the next Ying Wee Melmstein and uh, I'm not. So, because I just got bored of the apps. Ingve Malmsteen. I know what it is. Okay. I know what it is. Okay. Okay. I wanted my cousin to correct me. All right. <laughs> All right. But anyway, uh, so with that being said, that whatever whatever you're doing to be creative, that's outside of what you normally would do. I think that's that's great. I don't know that I I don't. Know I just that I'd be want to but write, I give it a try. I just want to write bad jokes. Yeah, that should be easy. I just yeah, I just I'd rather write a hundred bad jokes. Then have a meme that goes like 2020 be like, you know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, because, well, yeah. I mean, I think is, is the reason because you feel that to be unoriginal. Yeah. I I think we're all sharing the same ideas. And the only way I can stop doing that is to write my own jokes in a vacuum. Well, the whole reason that people do those, I think the mean premises like that is because it's like, okay, you see somebody do one and you go, hold my beer. I'm going to, I'll take that same meme premise. Yeah, but nobody ever holds your beer. Your beer is always stupid and all your memes are stupid. I'm going to do a meme better than that meme. That's the point. Here's a Twitter Twitter joke. Okay. 
Right now, this is when the murder hornet thing was huge. This is a joke you wrote? Yep. Okay. Right Right now, the rape and pillage hornets have never been happier to be out of the spotlight. Huh? Because the the murder, because you see the, the murder hornets. Well, let me just say this. I'm the kind of guy that watches a comedy special and may not laugh out loud. So don't, don't, uh, you know, I'll say this about Buffalo wild. I'm, wings. I'm laughing hysterically inside. I'll say this about Buffalo wild wings. Yes, you do have wings, but my idea and their idea of wild differ quite significantly. I mean, that makes people think mm-hmm. things that make mm-hmm. you go. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, I, those are just, those are so samples. basically what you're doing is, is you're not only, you're not only writing a joke, you're basically asking people to turn society's norms on their ear, which I think you're onto something. Greta Thunderberg will be speaking at a town hall about the coronavirus. In similar news, my mom will be hosting an event that will raise awareness about how to program a VCR and what podcasts are. <laughs> Did you call her Greta Thunderbird for real? Yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> you could have stopped right there. <laughs> I, I actually almost laughed Is outside. Thunberg? It's Thunberg, I think, or Thunberg. Fuck that, dude. She's Thunderbird. <laughs> Whatever. Thunderbird? Dude, she can't fight me. She's a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I, I enjoyed it. That was a great joke. If each tobacco store in Lake County donated one pack of Winston's, it would cure the can I bum a smoke pandemic. What else you got? Mm, I'm going to have to really rifle through. I mean, you know, three a day. Yes, yes, I get it. Three a day. Uh, see, it's hard because I also tweet just for the heck of it, but then I, but some of them aren't considered a joke. Oh, you can imagine my disappointment when I found out the pandemic had nothing to do with pancakes. Mm, I like <laughs> that. horrible. Just no, horrible. I mean, it's but a dad no, joke. Listen, it's listen, a dad listen. joke. These are all going to be bad, but that's not the point. The point is, the point is I, I like to challenge myself. It used to be jujitsu. It used to be physical, physical things. Now I'm just like, Hey. I want three thoughts a day that are my own. That, too much to yeah, ask. That, that seem, no, that seems like a. Uh, it seems like something that you could be. You should be able I feel to. Like it's a good idea. Yes, but I don't want people to forget to do list birthday presents for Ben. I could never be Norm though, dude. He's just so funny. Yeah, well, he's a complete unique, unique he's just soul. So funny, yeah, and I don't even know that he's straightforward funny. Like I. Again, he's on a he's roast where he's just, just reading makes the newspaper. Me laugh harder than anyone else. Yeah, because again, he's taking what everyone thinks is like traditionally funny, and like I'm not doing that. I'm doing something completely. But have you ever seen just... somebody that's just like they're like you laugh because they think it's funny? He's so in on the joke that you go, I don't get it, but you look like you're enjoying yeah. yourself so much. Yeah, but then like if my you, buddy like, Harvey Crouch was that way. I would follow his Twitter for Norm's Twitter for a while. Not your buddy Harvey Croucher. But dude, uh, Harvey Crouch, I stole a joke of his and put it on Twitter recently. Okay. He said, I, I switched the wording up slightly. It was one of my Twitter jokes. Oh, and it makes he, it yours. He put, he goes, what do you think about this whole opening up the country thing? And I go, yeah, I don't know, dude. I guess it's kind of dangerous, but it needs to happen. He goes, no, I meant old country buffet. Out of nowhere mm-hmm. at 2 a.m. He texts me this. That's isn't that's a real life Norm McDonald, right? Yeah. In a way. He's amazing. Well, so what I'm saying is is I, I would follow Norm's Twitter before I had to stop following it because he also, like, he's just talking about watching golf. And he'll <laughs> literally talk about golf for an entire televised golf thing. But he's tweeting about it, which is less interesting than even watching he's it. He's only that funny because he's crazy, yeah. kind of. Yeah, for sure. 
It's perfect. And it's Canadian. my favorite. It's you know who favorite. else is crazy is me. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw when, when you came in after I took your temperature. My legs are pretty bashed up, and today I took a nasty spill. Um, a buddy of mine, so I'm, I'm 43, right? I'll be 44 this year. And a buddy of mine who's going to be 45 this year, uh, part of my the, the a group I used to skateboard with back in my young days, uh, he notified me. Maybe he'll me. get a book about gardening. He Is notified he me via uh, Facebook that he built a skateboard ramp in his basement. So then I became At obsessed. At 45? Yeah. I became obsessed. I was like, dude, I need to build a half pipe in my basement. Wait, he's got a basement so big. It, it's it like can... mine. It's like my basement. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, it's a mini ramp. It's, it's, it's not like uh, you'd see on the, uh, you could skate in your basement. Not, you've made the it, animal dude. chin ramp. Huh? It, it, Christian Hasoy is going to walk in here. Dude, I mean, you get the vert the, record. The, the, this, this length right here. So, I mean, you know, not enough to, not enough to do anything crazy, but Man. you remember in gleaming the cube, the guy had the basement where he lived in the sewer and he just had the ramp where he went back and forth. Of course I remember it's bigger than that, cube. but yeah, see, so you can do it. But anyway, cube, so he's like, Hey, I need you to, I need you to come over because I don't want to skate this thing by myself. And I saw, I thought to myself, he's 45. He'll be 45. What now? How do you feel about the optics of two 45 year old dudes skating in a half pipe in his basement? Sweet. 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 Three. Cause there's another guy too, that also was a friend of a mutual friend of ours that, that was also injured. He also invited him. And that guy's Whose been there. Job is it to walk up and be like, Hey, you guys knock it off. You're 45. Mm, I don't know. But I look, all I'm telling you is, uh, I brought my skateboard in my own basement and I've been brushing up on some of the, some basic tricks because I can't go out there. I had to get my skate legs back. No, I get you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't yeah, go yeah. out there looking foolish, but yeah. this, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even talking about ramp play. I'm talking about flat ground, some basic ollies, You're some, just trying to do ollie ollies, the... some shove it, some pop shove it, some acid drops, you know, some very, some unga bungas, some very basic it, moves. Skip it and flip it. Maybe. Yeah. Drop it down and reverse it. Uh, and I fell down today so bad. Uh, I knocked, I was talking, I was talking to my mom on the speakerphone while skateboarding. And I thought to myself, I have an $1,100 phone in my hand, uh, my iPhone. And when I went my board went flying out from under me and I only thing that I could think of was, yes, I might hit my head and be paralyzed for the rest of my life, but I'm not going to let this phone, I can't break the screen on this phone. I don't break phone screens, never have, and I'm not about to start now. You know, say what you want about crazy heroin addicts and wild fly-by-the-seat people, but talking to your mom on an $1,100 phone in your basement while I'm at attempting a double while you're attempting flip. to do a double ollie kickflip unga-bunga, nothing says punk rock more than that. That's what I'm saying. That's what so, I'm saying. Uh, I, uh, like, that's it. You've reached the I, apex. I've, I've been... I've been obsessed now with, uh, I, I, I started looking around, got to get some new wheels, maybe some new bearings, switch out, uh, you know, switch out some stuff. Are you going to get gold wings, bro? No, no, I'm not going to get Dude, get wings. gold wings. Those are, no, fuck, those are dope. No. But my, my point is, is that once again, I will throw myself at something so insanely, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. but I will refuse to wear a helmet. I will, I'm still of that, that ilk that goes like, Hey man. It is what it is. Whatever, whatever's gonna happen. Even though I just I took a nasty spill today, um, and I had my I had to have bandages all over my legs yesterday because I I uh, I caught a shinner. That's no good. Well, it's, I like that you try though. You ain't, you ain't scared. No, no, no. But okay, I feel like I'm hoping. I saw a video of him 
uh, doing, I don't know, like a heel flip or pressure flip or something in the driveway. And I'm like, God damn it. He's still better than me. 45 years old. Was he better than you back in the day? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Is, um, is there any way you can hurt him? Like physically, yeah. Like Probably. so, his so his moves aren't so good. Probably, I wouldn't want to do that. This is this no, is... like you guys are grilling out, and you go like, oh dang it, like you accidentally burn his calf or something. No, because here's the thing, dude. You, act, act, I have accidentally... to. I I like to have people. You know, this is gonna be hard for you to believe, but I like to surround my pe- myself with people who are better. Therefore, I get better. But then I ask myself, how much better are you really willing to get? What do you? What is your plan here? And I never have that's the answer. Always to that. the question. I never. Always. That's that's why the half pipe's a question. What are you going to do? Get good at half pipe, and then what? Yeah, right. Why? Well, here's what I've said. Oh, I'm, you're great I, at guitar. What are you going to start a band? I want to do a couple of basic lip tricks, a couple of uh, you know, a couple of, uh, a couple of '80s level tricks, and then be happy with myself and pass. Same out. with the music. Okay, cool. You wrote a song. What are you going to do with it? Make an album. Great. What are you going to tour with it? Yeah, but okay, you could you be like the country. You could be like, well, no, but I feel like you could be like Billy Eyelashes and make music on your computer put it out on soundcloud and you could become the next big thing and then be like i don't i don't yeah tour. at 45 tour, the next why big not? thing rodney dangerfield why not because rodney dangerfield is the only one that ever did it become who he was until he was in his 50s he was doing stand-up yeah. but he well, wasn't the rodney dangerfield i'm signing for shit dude that's why he got out of that business and what see you're gonna do the stand-up comedian thing now you're you're edging toward that that's goal that's it i just keep writing jokes has it not always been some sort of? I go, hey, what a great crowd! Uh, you guys, imagine my disappointment when I found out that the pandemic had nothing to do with pancakes, and someone goes, "Boo!" and I go, "I'm quitting. This sucks." <laughs> I I decided that um, I'm completely 100 percent insane, but I feel like I'm insane in a good way because I don't hurt anybody with my insanity. I did because of this burgeoning sticker business I got going on. Um, I had to set up like an Etsy store, yeah. but I, but mine's a Shopify. It's like basically the same thing. It's an online store and I had to link it to, um, which this is going to be so over your head. Uh, I had to link it to a PayPal account, PayPal. So that's I know what a PayPal okay. account. I got a PayPal. I got Apple Pay, I got Venmo, what you want? I accidentally put my wife's phone number because I usually don't type my own phone number in as a verification phone number. Uh, so it then said, okay, cool. We sent the, the code to your phone. And, uh, I was looking at it. I'm like, nah, you didn't resend. And it's like, yeah, we sent the code to your phone. And I said, no, you didn't. Right. And I looked at it right. again and I pushed resend and it said, we sent the code to your phone. And I said, nah, you didn't. And I looked at it again and I said, well, that's my wife's phone number. So I went upstairs and she was sleeping this morning. See, but I'm smart. You're okay. I don't need to wake her up anymore because nowadays the phone has a facial recognition feature. So I don't need to try to move her thumb slowly over to the keypad and put it on what? there. So what I did was I this held too, it over black mirror. For I me, held dude. it over. I'm uncomfortable. Her, I, I snuck her phone quietly off her dresser and I tried to put her code in, which I thought I knew, but I don't. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to use facial recognition. And then you went through all her texts and so all her Facebook I, messages. And then you decided I didn't even open you, it yet. Somebody had to die. I put the phone up to her face, her sleeping okay. little face. Okay. And it kept on rejecting me. And I was getting very angry, and finally I slammed her phone down, almost broke her screen, and I stormed out, and then later on in the day, I was able to get her to help me. But she Sleeping Julie doesn't get recognized. No, because you have to have your eyes open. See? You're going to have to kill her. So next time, what I'm going to do is get tape, like Pee Wee Herman, and tape her eyelids open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But here's the best part. Did I say killer? No, just eyelids. 
she said, well, she says my son looks exactly like her. So I should have just went in his room and said, can you look into this phone and verify mm. right then and there? But the interesting nice part test. about this whole thing is I snuck her phone off her dresser without her knowledge. And I could do that again anytime I want. Mm. See, I sleep very light. And the reason is, is because she snores and doesn't allow me to sleep. So I never really get any good sleep. So yeah. I challenge anyone to try to open my phone without my permissions. But I'm wondering if I make take a picture of her, blow it up to the size of my face, and then put it over my face with a popsicle stick underneath it, and then put the phone up to it, if it'll open the phone. Bet you it will. Like when people shoot free throws at NBA games and exactly they hold the like faces that. up? Yep. Like what do they call those things you put on the wall? Like a fat, a fat head. A yeah. fat head. See, your wife could have got you a fat head. Even that would have been cool. Like a fat head of her. What if she got her? I should have got you a fat head of me. Now, would, that would have been something. That would have been something. It would have made me laugh. I sort of feel like maybe I should start a GoFundMe for your birthday. You feel like... Uh, like I'm not going to, but I feel like I should. Like, hey, Ben's 40th was a, was a real dud. You know, but the thing is, like, it's always special to have your kids around and to do... But... A seven and eight year old cannot be trusted. Like I remember from Mother's Day, I was like, "Hey, make your mom a Mother's Day card. She's the best mom ever. You love her. Make her this card." My my daughter sat down there and hot glued beads and and made this wonderful card. And my son just was, you know, dude, he's just he's eight. He's like, "Oh, she wants me to do this popsicle stick invention thing." And he started making. It. Halfway through, he realized it was a piece of shit. And he was like, "Ah." <laughs> uh, she likes, like, my inventions. And I go, yeah, dude, but she might like an invention that, like, does something or is a real one. And he kept trying. He's like, no, she likes all the stuff I make. I go, okay, 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 okay. But in case your invention isn't, um, in case you're not the next Bill Gates, how about a picture of a heart with the I love you, mom? Right. No, 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 this Popsicle sticks thing. Like, he couldn't be swayed. So my daughter made her a nice card. And he gave her, like, this sticks and glue and was like, here, mom. Here you go. Can I play Minecraft? So I think maybe this is her getting back at me. Could be. Yeah. How do you feel about people who let their gas gauge go all the way to the bottom without filling gas up? I envy them. I mean, you're a Hessville person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, unfortunately. I envy those people. Because I'm like. I'm a Hessville person, but I don't get the credit, you know. I was only there for, I was only there for two years. No. I, I, I bailed out. So, But what I'm saying is, is it once Hessville, always Hessville? I don't think no. so. But still, no, I, I was a teenager, uh, and I used to do the thing where I'd put one or two dollars or seventy five cents and My mom drive from gas station. She'd to put f- five bucks in. This drive from gas station to, to gas station, right? So, uh, Dude, I was, to this day, I don't care if I have no money. I'll rob somebody, but I'm like, you're filling up the tank. You fill it up. You fill it up, and you ride it till it's close, and you fill it up. So you I have a put phobia. I, I only put $20 in every time I go. Never. I don't care if gas is $100 a gallon. It gets filled up. Really? That's Because weird... of watching my mom. Dude, I was like 10 years old and embarrassed for her. She'd be like, here, just put five bucks. That should get us far enough. And I could see the gas clerk. I go, okay, five bucks worth of gas. <laughs> Fill it up. If it puts me in the poorhouse and if I have to sell this car, I'm selling the car. But fill it the f up. Why do you let it go all the way to the bottom though? I don't all the oh, way. Okay, okay. But I'll go like too close to the bottom. But my point is, I never will put. I won't reach. I won't ever not fill it up. Mm. I can't. 
Yeah, I it's never... a poor person mentality. I guess. Dude, a rich man? A rich man fills his gas tank, bro. Well, I look at it, and I, I'm not a rich man, but I put $20 in because I feel like I've never, ever, 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 I couldn't tell you what gas costs. I could never tell you what gas costs because I never looked. Oh, so maybe that is a rich man mentality. But what I tell you is, is I put twenty dollars. I put twenty dollars in because the thought in my mind is, well, if I fill up the tank today, maybe gas is more expensive than it'll no. be tomorrow. Treat yourself. So fill it up. And twenty dollars. I'm $20. riding this baby. It doesn't matter. And plus, I only drive my car to and from work, and then I stay at home in, in my basement. Fill it up and skateboard. Dude. Fill it up. Well, I'll be riding my skateboard. I won't need gas. Yeah, but on your half pipe. I'm just saying it. Uh, I was having this conversation with somebody who's like, oh, I like to, I like to, to run that thing all the way down to the bottom. And I'm like, I'm, I've never done it. First of all, I never think even, it's bad I've never I think even there's se- sediment oh, and garbage sure. that goes to the bottom of your tank. Don't suck that I, shit through your engine. I've never done it. I've never seen the gas light come on. No. I'm not even sure if there really is one of that. My gas light thing. will come on, but then I fill it all the way up. Dude, even when I was poor. It does feel good, though, to fill the gas tank. Even when I was poor, even when I was making like $10 an hour. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I fill this gas tank up, it might've cost me like 38 bucks. Like, I don't know how I'm going to like buy food. doesn't matter. It, it, I'll, it, I'll drink the gasoline and filling it up. There is something to be said for the fact that you're like, I don't have to get out of my car and pump gas for a while. I no. will not buy off brand certain shit that I really like. I like won't what? buy, I won't buy like toasted O's instead of Cheerios. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't, I won't. Like I've been there before, and I will not subject my dude. Children. I won't go back. When I was a kid, I won't buy. I'll buy pop tarts, not toasted pop toaster tarts. I, I won't do it. Why? Because growing up, they're the same. No, they're not. <laughs> I grew up poor, not poor, poor, but I grew up with no money. You grew and, up lower middle class or yeah, middle yeah, class, yeah, yeah, yeah. not L- poor by any stretch. No, I wasn't on a dirt floor, right? Um, I just don't want you to marginalize upper lower. People. I'm a big fan of them. Upper lower probably okay. is what it would be. Upper low one one upper lower or lower or or not or lower up, middle lower middle. I think you were lower middle. I was upper lower. Okay, I think I was middle. middle. One person was working. Thanks for downgrading. A bunch of kids. Sorry, mom. You were upper middle middle. I think it was middle middle. No, there's not. There's 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 upper middle and there's Th- lower. That middle. can't be. That's like saying there's good with no evil. It doesn't exist. There's no, always I'm three. There's only good and evil. No, there's, there's, no, there's no in between. Archangel guy just kicking it. There's one. There's five, and there's ten. That's no, how it works, dude. No, dude. You're middle class, but are you upper middle or are you lower middle? Middle middle. Okay, well, I was upper lower, and we didn't have. We weren't poor, but I wore my brother's old stuff. But my, it, what, to be to be honest, he had great fashion sense. <laughs> I wore his bolo ties. <laughs> we. My mom would buy the cereal in the bags. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was like, it tastes like it, sort of. And that- Let did, me ask you this. Dude, did she that have does... to buy that cereal or yes. is, was she just thrifty? She had to buy it. Okay. Dude, there's that does something to you mentally. Buying the shoes where two guys are jumping for the rebound instead of just one guy dunking it. Yes. you had. Jo- I said you had Joe Dubars on the something. side of your, on your no, shoe. It, it was like a guy- bl- It was like- <laughs> It was like a, it was like a, a, a John Sally blocking a shot from Isaiah Thomas. It does something to you. It tells you you are not good enough. You are less than. Well, what's crazy I'm not is, saying is you have I have, have the money, and I still buy toaster tarts. I opt to buy the Aldi brand everything if I can. Yeah, but I come from a world of like it's. I couldn't buy pop tarts. 
Mm. It's not an option. It's not on the menu. So now I go, I just won't eat or I'll buy Pop-Tarts. But I ain't eating those toaster shits. (laughs) I ain't doing it. That's crazy. Dude, I'll run around barefoot or I'll wear a pair of decent shoes. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not buying pro wings. Which is, and here's the thing. I have, look, if you look at the shoes that are sitting right next to you, I've had my tennis shoes for a year and a half. And the only time I feel less than is when I go to the barber shop and the guys laugh at me. But Dude. I have Shugu holding my shoe together uh, because I don't care. Well. You know what I mean? I, I just, But you don't care because you choose not to care. Yeah, right. When you grow up going like, I want to not be a loser. I just can't afford it. Well, I put shoe glue on my shoe, and I have those, and I go, well, that looks cool because it's battle-worn. Yeah, but it doesn't, though. You know? <laughs> I know it doesn't. Because <laughs> people are like, why is that for... Is he wearing his kid's shoes? It comes at a cost to your soul when you have to explain to your friends, thank God for Chuck Taylors, and I've told this story before, but thank God that Kurt Cobain made Chuck Taylors cool because those cost $20. And as soon as Teen Spirit came out, I no longer had to be the kid that couldn't afford Nikes. I now was the kid that didn't want them anymore. Well, this you just made me think about something because me wearing skateboard shoes at 43, nay, almost 44 years old with Shugu on them, uh, I guess it's kind of odd. And I think about how my father-in-law, I mean, he, he rolled his truck years and years ago, before long before me and my wife were married. And so he had to drive my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's car, which was a Honda Civic, with lights underneath it, the undercarriage lights, <laughs> and it had it was a tuner car with like all the like the it was like what do fast they call and that? furious no, one. Light. What is there? I don't know what they're called. Like, but you know There's what I mean. The, the, the lights. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he is an old man carrying. A, he worked at uh, st- at the uh, power plant, so he would at Commonwealth Edison. So Yikes. he he would uh, uh, he would have his lunch pail, and he, he would get out of this tiny little. <laughs> Now, my brother-in-law, he had upgraded himself to a Monte Carlo with uh, switches. Uh, the whitest guy you know. What? Who, uh, yeah. He had a, a big sticker oh. in the back with his name. Uh, and he, he wasn't Hispanic. He had a, he, It was a white guy with his name on the back, and he had switches. He would run that three-wheel so motion down the street. I want to get into him more next week. I also, <laughs> next week, that's funny, put a pin in that, because next week I want to explain why I would have been a good rapper. But next week, though. All right. There's we no time will keep for that until next week. Oh, quick quick film recommendations. If you have a chance on Netflix, The Wrong Missy. It's a Happy Madison Productions, mm. which I know you want to go like, oh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, dude. David Spade is one of my favorite comedians of all time in that he's the best straight man. He's so good. Chris Farley would do the crazy, and David Spade is very good at the, all right, come on, being the straight man. Well, there's a chick in it. I, forget. I don't think it's Chelsea Peretti. No, it's not. It's the girl that that plays um, Pete Holmes' wife in his show. Plays what? Pete Holmes' wife in that show that he had, the HBO show? Yes. Anyways, I forget her name. I'm sorry. Crashing. I forget her name. But, um, yeah, I don't even want to spoil anything for for you. But uh, it's called The Wrong Missy, and uh, it made me laugh out loud like, 15 times. I it's decided super, I know funny. I know what your style is. You Okay. You enjoy chicks, man. Cheap chicks. <laughs> cheap laughs that come from vulgarity How where it's dare not you? where it's not How supposed dare to be. You? Lowbrow? Are you saying I'm lowbrow? No, but I just feel like I watched me and uh and the wife watched the first 25 minutes of that movie 
and it was so outrageous, almost like that movie. Do it again. Like, it settles in with it the little kids. In. Where it's the like, good boys is great too. What I'm saying, it's the same. It's that yeah, same kind maybe. of comedy. So watch the wrong Missy and 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 sound off or don't or do that thing where I ask you to and don't. But uh, watch the wrong Missy. It's, I, it was recommended to me and it was super super funny. After the outro, stay tuned for another message uh, left on our voicemail from our uh, unknown mystery caller. And uh, again, encourage everybody to give us a call and leave us a message. The phone number's everywhere. I'm not going to give it to you. Go find it. All right. That's it. That's episode 249. Later. I am the baby with that tail.